welcome to Infinite Low Time. My name is Ovid Les and with me is the most infinite man in the world, Julia. It's an infinite crisis on an infinite loading show. What's up, Obed? It's, it, I'm still loading. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be running gag now, EA keeps giving us material joe it's not my fault and those are some of the best performing episodes here for the back inside too so it just i guess <laughs> I you guys enjoy it oh uh, yeah you guys you guys like the ea rants so <laughs> here's here's another one um but welcome guys joe how you doing man man i'm doing good uh i I've, i had a nice uh, good last weekend you know to kind of freshen up of course you know we had the super bowl and we'll get into that super a little bowl. bit uh, with a specific uh, spot that was dropped. If you guys follow us on Twitter, you know that we retweeted it. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, man, it was it was a lot of fun. Got to spend time with some family. Went to um, Universal Studios. I'd not been there in a while. Um, well, I shouldn't say a while. It was, I went last year. Um, but but uh, yeah, just just a nice chill weekend. You know, um, didn't really do too much gaming. Playing Smash Bros again. That's just been my go-to, um, you know. So I'm I'm having fun on my Switch, and, and I highly recommend to you guys out there, uh, if you have a Switch, get Super Mario Smash Bros. If you Super Mario, Super Smash Bros. Sorry, there's more characters than Mario in that game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold Definitely, on more. yeah. Hold on more. Than there's Mario. a whole lot more. There's like 73 more than Mario. <laughs> oh my gosh, Joe. there's there's a whole lot. I don't even play as Mario, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of a whole lot of characters in that game. Great game, highly recommend it. If you don't have a Switch at all, you need to get a Switch. And when you do get a Switch, you need to get this game because it's it's a good time. Cool. Uh, how's the unlocking going? It's going good, man. I, I keep uh, keep unlocking every every time I play. I'm unlocking at least one or two characters, so that's a plus. That's um, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, I'm, I you know me, Obed. Like, I mean, you and I are both in the similar boat where we don't get to put too much time in, but when we can, we make the most out of it. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I did some. I did the same thing, dude. I spent my gaming weekend with Kingdom Hearts three. Love it. Still, it's 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 really good. So, what's interesting on this one, Joel? The not not that the other ones were short, because I mean, say for example, Kingdom Hearts two is a good forty hour game, right? Um, but the worlds seemed uh, a lot smaller. Uh, I think that's what it is. Uh, and, and, and not that they're necessarily big on, on this one, at least so far, right? Um, but there's definitely a different sense of scale that things are bigger. So I spend basically, dude, all my time Saturday and Sunday, actually all of Sunday and about half of the time that I spent on Saturday. So collectively, I spent around seven hours um, but it was all at the almost all the time at the uh, Toy Story World, uh, which wow. is the first world you get. You get you 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 get like right into it, man. Um, I'm not gonna go into story details, but uh, some of the things you know mechanically and and all that I I really want to talk about. Um, and I did mention that there's uh, this game gives you a lot of options compared to previous kingdom hearts games this one gives you a lot of a lot more tools uh, uh both offensively and defensively so there's a uh, kingdom hearts 1 especially it's 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 kind of a wall right to trying to get new uh moves and, and new attacks and 
to get more defensive stuff. Uh, it's a wall, man. It's it's really hard. It's a constant wall where you have to like, I can't put this on because I need to take this off. And it's just a constant struggle throughout the whole game. Uh, two was a lot more flexible where um, you start you, you start with enough stuff to get you going, but then you keep adding and adding and adding and adding and get to it gets to the point where, you know, pretty much... Uh, when when you get to like level sixty, you're you're pretty much invincible by then. Uh, <laughs> and, and realistically speaking, I remember when I played it originally on PS2. Um, I think I was around level seventy, and I was playing on Proud when I first played played it on PS2, and I was able to beat Sephiroth by, at level seventy. So, so it's still you know, uh, it it. it definitely gave you the, the tools to get you to get you going uh joe this one is like here's like all the tools figure it out and then it gives you a lot of stuff um i really really love uh two things that i just want to talk about because it's brought been brought up by oh yeah uh reviewers and whatnot it's not necessarily spoilers but they they gave each uh each keyblade keychain basically uh, its own uh, personality uh, versus before you equipped a, a keyblade and uh, you either hit harder, uh, had more magic, was balanced. There was not uh, necessarily a lot of special abilities attached to it. Um, this one's very different. Whereas uh, when you finish the the first you know introduction level, you get a, a keyblade. And basically, as you, as you combo enemies, you basically fill out a meter. And when you fill out fill out this meter, you get to uh, if you have your regular Keyblade, you enter a, like a second form, and it's basically like a magic enhanced form of uh, uh, of your uh, original state. But if you have, say, for example, the Olympus Key, um, it, it turns into a shield, and you start doing shield bashes and new moves and it's completely it's it completely changes the game completely gives you basically an entirely new weapon um and and i love that because it it, it gives you a lot of variety that you did not have on previous games uh so i really appreciate that the other thing joel is the uh the rides uh i don't know if you saw the the some of the like disney rides that you can summon on the game yes so uh, so that's really cool too. Um, even if you just summon them and you just right away use uh, the like the ending uh, uh, move for them, uh, it, it they they're they're really cool because they're super flashy. So they look really nice. Um, like so, I think to be honest with you, so far my uh, my favorite is the uh, the the river rafts or you know uh, where where they're in where they're in the basically the raft and you go around on the raft and then at the end you get to ride what you made and that's really cool it looks really nice uh you know uh, so far i've seen i think four or five of them so i i got the part ship the raft uh the teacups the carousel and the big thunder mountain so um that's it, it, it they're they're so cool man it looks really good man highly recommend this game again i'm, I'm having i'm having a blast um and uh, I'm really looking forward to putting more time on it. Um, other than that, Joe, um, so I started investing on this thing. Oh, that's it. It's over, uh, guys. It's if you so... who can't see, uh, you listen to the audio yeah. version, that man has a Nintendo Switch Pro controller yeah. in his hand. 
So look I, out. I, I don't have a switch. I, I bought a pro controller. What's um, happening? And the reason I brought up uh, two two reasons why I bought a pro controller, right? Because I wanted to get a pro controller when I when I when I get my switch, right? Uh the other one is that it's on sale at Best Buy for I think fifty six dollars. So versus the regular seventy dollars that uh you basically pay for it. Um, they're they're kind of hard to find, Joe. Like no targets in my area have it on in stock. Best Buy only had a couple, so um, so I went out and it was like, you know what? I'll 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 grab one of these things, even if I don't buy the Switch. You know, uh, so far, dude, I think I'm gonna buy a Switch tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how I feel. I I, I really I don't, I don't want to, and I don't I don't want to because I don't want to buy a Switch because I do want to buy a Switch, but it's like, dude. I have Kingdom Hearts. It's gonna take like like sixty hours of my life. Then Resident <laughs> Evil Two, and then Devil May Cry is coming out in, yeah. in twenty nine days. Cause today the demo dropped on on PSN. Uh, so uh, public service announcement: If you're planning to play or check out this game, uh, there's a demo on PSN that just dropped today. Game comes out in twenty nine days. I'm really excited, um, but I think I'm just gonna grab the Switch. And even if I just get a you know a couple games, so I can play with you know my wife and my daughter and and just give it a try. And I, I'll I'll do that. But um, uh, yeah, like you That's like it. you you're, said, it's, I, you're invested. Uh, yeah, I'm invested. I'm, I'm done. Uh, yeah, uh, screw this. It's over, guys. My money. That's it. It's, it's not even. It's, it's it's done. It's not even like you don't have it physically on you, but it's over. Yeah. Obed, next time we have an update from Obed, he'll be talking to us about his Nintendo about Switch. Switch. Yeah. It's exactly. Happening. Exactly. Um, Nintendo actually put it out. Put out a note today, Joel, that uh, starting on the fifteenth next week on Friday, uh, they're gonna have a bundle that will include a thirty-five dollar credit to the eShop. Oh wow! But, but here's the thing, right? Um, right now, Target has fifty percent off a game when you buy a Switch. So I would rather just do that and get fifty percent off Mario Kart than get thirty five bucks off a, of the eShop. Because what true. am I going to buy at the eShop? I want I want Mario Kart. <laughs> oh, I love Mario Kart, man! <laughs> yeah, you know you know what what game I was thinking of getting for it. Um, Remember when we went to CEO Otaku, um, the Blaze Blue cross tag battle? Yep, yep. Yeah, so I, I thought of, of getting that uh, for for the Switch. That's so a good choice. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's uh, I think I'll get that. Um, also, Joe, I don't know if you saw any of the gameplay that got uh, put out this week for Jump Force. Um, remember that game looked really funky when I got revealed at E3. Yes. Um, man, that game looks sick, bro. It looks sick. That they put out some gameplay on the YouTube on the PlayStation YouTube channel, and uh, it, it looks it looks great. That game looks like a lot of fun, man. Plus, they added JoJo this week. They added jo- JoJo and uh, and Dio. So mm, we're getting JoJo. We're getting, and so I I don't know. I can't remember who is. I'm I'm not sure if CyberConnect is making this game or if it's. Uh, Namco Bandai internally, uh, but whoever's involved, you know, they're doing a great job because the game looks great. So, uh, yeah, caught my eye and I was like, oh, that looks very interesting now. Uh, I think like it's at like it's like at 44 characters right now and uh, and they're planning to just keep adding characters. So 
Uh, we'll see where that goes. But, uh, Joel, yeah, you mentioned Super Bowl. It was a boring game. I spent most of my time on YouTube while watching watching the Super Bowl uh, quotes. Um, but uh, the, the thing of note that happened for us necessarily um, was the TV spot for Avengers Endgame. Uh, not much to say, but also a lot to say, Joel. What do you think? Uh, great TV spot. I mean, I wasn't sure if they were going to have this TV so- spot and then say at the end, watch a full new trailer on YouTube or whatever, right? Because that, that can be the case for, for a lot of these TV spots or Marvel in, in general. They did not do that. They only put out this 30-second TV spot. If you want to watch online, it's the same thing, 30-second TV spot. Uh, it was really solid. Typically, um, with the Super Bowl, whenever Marvel does have a TV spot, it's usually first commercial break which is why i watched from the beginning of the game you know because i know that usually marvels are in the beginning and they were this time yeah. captain marvel was um the following commercial break so they, they hit it off pretty early but this one man like it, it's it shows a lot more of that um you know depression and aftermath of what's going on from Avengers Infinity War. These guys are in uh, specific Captain America. Captain America's in, like, in therapy. Therapy, yeah. He's in a group talk, you know, talking about what, where do we go from here. And uh, it's funny. It reminded me of Comic-Con because I remember I mentioned it to you, Obed, and you can find articles of it online that they actually had a, a Infinity War therapy sessions booth <laughs> at, at, at Marvel had. It was the funniest oh, thing man. at Comic-Con. You so. Go. I, I didn't. I, well, I, t- I, took, I took a picture with uh, Hulk. They had a Hulk hug. And you can take oh, a picture with. Hulk. Yeah, yeah. So I took a picture with him giving me a hug. You know, make you feel a little better. But, um, yeah, so that that's a really big thing. Of course, which Avengers they show. You know, you have, you know, Black Widow with her, you know, blonde hair. Um, you know, you've got, obviously, Rocket. And then you get the shot of Nebula and, and Tony Stark, which... That specific shot, I think, is maybe the most important to some degree from a spoiler standpoint um, shot in the entire trailer. Um, I'm sure you probably have seen similar to me, Obed, with the nano suit. Um, What's going on there? So, you know, if you remember in Avengers Infinity War, Stark is wearing this. uh, Spoiler, guys, the movie's been out for a while. Uh, (laughs) I think it's common common knowledge that it's the nano suit. uh, Absolutely. So this guy has the nano suit that's always on the outside of his, you know, he wears on the outside of his clothes that he can easily, you know, transform into his suit. Well, you know, at the end of Infinity War, things go a little crazy and... You know, his health is not in the best of shape. And, um, you know, he's kind of stranded out there in space. So, And then I know suit's kind of busted, too. Nano suit's kind of busted. But if you look at that one shot, I mean, it's from what it looks like, it looks like that, that, nanos, that nanotech is literally under his shirt, not on top of his shirt, which leads you – this is all speculation, guys, but it, it, there's a very strong possibility – that he actually has to reincorporate that into his body to help keep himself alive because, remember, they're, they're low on resources. His health is – I mean, the dude's literally hemorrhaging, um, you know, blood. Um, if you're, It doesn't take us to know as a doctor that you would literally die without a blood transfusion. Yeah, we think that probably he's point. using – Yeah, he's probably using the uh, nano suit as a sort of, like, Right, tourniquet or something, right? Exactly. So he's using his suit to prevent bleeding, which is totally – I mean, it makes sense. Come on, it's not 
totally possible, you know. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It makes right? sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in universe, exactly. This sort of thing, it's it's probably to be expected. Uh, my thing with that schedule is that is is he is going to which most likely this will happen. Uh, will he be incorporating uh, the nano suit with uh, some of the uh, cyborg alien tech that Nebula has, and just make the suit even you know better? That would be awesome because I I feel like they're gonna go a little more like bleeding edge. But if you can take like a a really cool origin for that bleeding edge armor, like it would be cool if you made it partially alien because then yeah. it would make sense why. You know, I mean, Stark's so always strong. thinking about exactly. Yeah. Well, he's always thinking of advancing. He's he's already fought Thanos at his level, and he knows what happened that last time he fought him. So he's obviously thinking like he's not thinking about even just survival. Like he's he's thinking about how can I win? And I think it would make sense for him to try and amplify himself by using some of the, the alien tech that's there. Um, so yeah, I, that's a great point, Obed. I I I wouldn't see why not. Yeah, I think I. I that that to me caught my eye. Uh, the that shot at the airport was really cool. They oh were, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and of course we all saw that Cap's getting his shield back. Uh, or is it Cap? People be... mm. have said that. Or is it Cap? Is that a spoil? Someone else holding that? I shield? mean, it, it kind of looks, looks like Cap because like he's got like the gloves and stuff. But anybody well, can wear like... the, any man can wear the suit. But but it looks like Cap when he's uh, marching wa- out, marching out, yeah, like yeah. his haircut and whatnot. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I I totally get it. Uh, I mean, will it be Cap at the end of the movie? That's a totally different story, <laughs> you know, for sure. But um, but uh, yeah, uh, man, hype. Hi, uh, hype's ha- real, dude. Have you seen the synopsis that was officially dropped for this? I have not. Okay, I'll read it off for you guys here on the podcast. Uh, it's very short. It just as simply is this. After the dev- devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins due to the efforts of the Mad Titan, Thanos. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers must assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' action and restore order to the universe once and for all, no matter what the consequences may be in store. So they're making it very clear they're trying to undo the events um, to bring bring everything back to, to balance. Back. Yeah. Um, so that, that's a very, very clear synopsis on that. Of course, no matter what the consequences, like wink, wink, people are going to die or stay dead. We'll see We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We're pretty soon, Joe. We're, we're all a couple months away, man. April. So uh, we're about, what, a month away from Captain Marvel, right? Yep. Yep, this time mm-hmm. it will be up, literally on this day, a month from now, month I'll, be, from now. I'll be I'll be I'll be in theaters watching Captain Marvel. I already yep. got my seats reserved. And then and then a month after that, it, that's it. That's it. It's done. End game. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of end game, Joel, we did talk about how the game ended for one James <laughs> Gunn a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, and we also speculated where uh, this could go. And we sort of hit the, the nail right in the head on this one, man. Um, so while we were recording last week, it was announced that James Gunn will write Suicide Squad 2 and potentially direct. Is there an update to that or are we still sitting on that? So the wording is as of January 30th, James Gunn in talks to direct. So he said they said that Warner Bros. Have, have hired him to write, which we knew, but he is still in talks to direct. So more than likely, 
he will direct the film. Of course, that's all jumping to the conclusion that it all finishes talks, but that means that they're at a place that they, they want him to do to direct the film. Yeah, uh, this uh, this was one hundred percent the right move for both parties here, for James Gunn to get back into the business, yes. and for WB to save the DCEU. Here comes uh, your guy. Please let him do his stuff. Don't send an executive. Right, don't don't right. send the guy that uh, the. The Kevin Smith guy with the giant spiders and all this crap. Don't. <laughs> Just let him do his stuff. He knows what he's doing. He's proving it. Yeah. He's proving it. Like, he's proving it. He he brought D-tier characters uh, and made them probably the most popular char- Marvel characters next to, like, the like Captain yes. America and Iron Man. Yes. And, and Black Panther, because Black Panther, it's, it's a big deal. Um it's probably Guardians is the is the next big thing. So, um, I think he's the guy. He's the guy to save DC, uh, <laughs> or not DCU. I'm sorry, worlds of DC. Uh, since now you know Batman and Joker and all like like even even the Batman universe itself is fractured yeah. into different universes. So just calling it the DCU anymore doesn't make sense. You know, worlds of DC doesn't even make sense. But whatever, um, yeah, I think this is great news, Joe. Because James Game's Gun, you know, we talked about it. We're not going to go into the weeds on it again, but uh, we were very clear that you know, uh, yes, it's people need to man up for uh, mistakes of the past. But at the same time, you can judge me who I am today uh, for something I did or said. You know. 10 years in the past, 15 years in the past, because we all change. Uh, it's part of life. Uh, so at the same time, you know, uh, I think James uh, Gunn is a uh, talented writer-director. I think he's the absolute best, perfect fit for Suicide Squad. And uh, I am sort of kind of excited for this, as long as uh, they uh, reel up Jared Leto a little bit. <laughs> if he's gonna be, if in the he's movie. even back, yeah, we'll yeah, because Morbius is a thing, right? Yeah. So, so we'll we'll see where that goes, Joe. So, any any other thoughts on this, man? Absolutely. Uh, you know, when you're looking at like the parallels, I don't like to compare, but you look at the parallels of of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and you look at Suicide Squad. Obviously, one is like a you know villains for hire kind of situation, and then on the other is this you know a bunch of renegades that come together but personality wise these are not your typical kind of heroes these aren't the kind of guys that are flying around with capes and whatever and so i think for the type of style like i know there's a lot of people who are like james gunn's amazing i'm like james gunn is amazing in the context of what we've seen and i think that's why we expect this to be well because it's it's very very familiar territory when you look at what guardians is and what we would like Suicide Squad to be. So I think it just makes sense um, for him to, to shift into this project. And, of course, having the same person who write, the writes this uh, film to also to direct it, I mean, that just makes it clear that the vision that he has, he can actually execute. Now, again, like you said, Obed, let's hope the suits stay out of it. Let's hope the, the big wig, <laughs> you know, that uh, doesn't step in and say, well, I want it to be like this and that. Creative liberty. If you're if you're saying that you're hiring this person to do the job, let them do the job. Um, of course, there's always little things here and there I get, but generally speaking, 
you need to allow this person to make this movie. Don't come in and start literally butchering this film because that's – I'm not going to say that it won't be James' fault of that because he could, of course, write a terrible movie and the movie could be terrible. I, we don't know. Yeah. But but with the expectation that's going to be you know something that he really wants to do and we expect it to be as, as, an, as genius and creative as his past work has been with Guardians, like – you know, we know the past history of Warner's has not been so great when they step into these movies. So we'll we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see if this guy even does actually direct this movie. But I'm just happy to see the redeeming traits of you know somebody who, in my personal opinion, it makes perfect sense why he was stripped away from Guardians Three at the time of what was going on. Yep. Um, I I think like I'm looking at Disney and I'm like, look, it makes sense why they did what they did. There are consequences in life or stuff. I get that to some degree. At the same time, just as you said, Obed, um, that doesn't mean you should be down and out for the count. He's He lives with that. He understands what happened there. But that, that doesn't mean he shouldn't be able to also move forward in his career. Um, in this circumstance, I think it's a it's a good opportunity. And we'll see what comes out of it. If, 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 so, you know, the, let this person do something really incredible here. And, and, and it's a whole new fresh slate, in, in, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think it serves a, a second chance. I mean, jokes are a joke. I mean, yeah, you know, a little raunchy, a little, a little out of place, but, uh, it, you know, it wasn't Brian Singer type of level stuff. I, I won't compare wrong is wrong. That's for Joel Young. But uh, there was some, <laughs> if I was to pull up those articles, I definitely found myself very uncomfortable yeah. and, and, and it's it wrong. But, but yes, like you were saying, Obed, you know, there's a difference between saying something and doing something and, and from what we understand in the, in the situation, it was some very stuff that just, you know, didn't reflect Disney's probably values. And, oh, absolutely. And obviously absolutely. now it's, you know, I think that lesson has been learned. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, whoever's digging out old tweets, man, you guys suck. <laughs> Same thing happened to Kevin Hart with the uh, Academy Awards. And, and it, his wasn't even, like, dude, I've seen, like, I've seen... A, I've I've had worst uh, messages on PSN than that. Yeah, I don't I don't Sorry. think uh, I don't think uh, with with what's going on there, and it's all that's another old conversation. But I think what's going on there, you're def they're not going to have another person host the Oscars as things look right now. Yeah, I mean it has to be like someone like super super safe. I don't think like, the person would want to do it. Is my point? Yeah, oh yeah, because then they'll they'll probably they're get risk, stuff. They're getting, risking somebody pulling something out. So, yeah, getting, some, getting something dug out. Yeah, It's like, oh, this comedian. Here's this comedian 30 years ago when they started in a little rundown mom-and-pop comedy place in New York and saying this jokes. Uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, mean I, I understand, right? And we thought we talked about uh, the James Gunn situation quite a bit uh, previously, but... Um, Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, yeah, whatever. But anyhow, let's uh, move on to uh, some uh, jolly gaming news, Joel. Um, Joel, did you had a? Do you have a chance to look in? Uh, hence, our t- title for this episode. Um, did you have a chance to look at any of the footage that uh, was posted out there for from many places about the anthem uh, demo? Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious just sitting there infinite sitting there, loading infinite loading um corrupt hard drives on yep. on pcs um the faces not syncing uh, b- bugs right 
bugs apart, right? Because uh, the game's not out, so I cannot judge the final product for a buggy demo or you know a buggy build. I don't know uh, if this build is even you know current. Maybe this build is from four six months ago, and they just decided to run a a a, a survey test with it. Whatever you know, whatever the the reasoning behind it is, I don't know. But it is not the final product, so we can't judge it. But still, you know, infinite load times. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good gag, and uh, might as might as well put it out there. Uh, but um, how, what do you think of the uh, of of what I got out there for the demo, Joe? Uh, no, I I think I think I think it's a it's a fine like from what I saw. Like Looks when actually yeah. like it, 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 you know, it's unfortunate that <laughs> what the headline is, and we have fun with that, but. But yeah, no, it actually looked to me actually looked fine. Like I, 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 I'm looking. I'm like, okay, like it's. I mean, it looks similar to the kind of stuff that we saw from the E3 demos and whatever. Like it wasn't anything that makes me go, oh my gosh, I have to go get this game. Yeah. You know, personally, but it looks like for those who are in, into it, like I'm not gonna. I, I, we joke about the low time, but it definitely. It should the product work. <laughs> it looks like it will be fine. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh an issue with uh, frostbite with the engine yeah, that, with the engine be. because um, I remember and w and I talked about it when I played uh, when Battlefront 2 first came out the load times for uh, for online stuff was atrocious it was just you just sit there I would go and brew coffee and come back and and you know I was like oh match is starting in 30 seconds and I'm back just in time so it I think it's a there's something going on with that engine that uh um that I think the way it handles assets or loading assets it's a uh, it's an issue. So um there's there's definitely a technical uh, uh issue to that. Uh but yeah what like like what you said it's it looks competent, you know, it looks like it looks fine. Um uh, you know, I'm not jumping off my chair to just go ahead and pre-order this game. Um you know, I'll I'll play it maybe if it's free on ps plus <laughs> uh, that i wouldn't mind uh which by the way we'll talk about ps plus in a second but Absolutely. um it, it it looked competent i mean it looked fun but it didn't so. make you feel like you had to go buy it right that's what you're saying like when you're talking no. about being free it wasn't and I, this is one of those games that unfortunately like was super hyped up and from that perspective it's kind of a letdown i think yeah i think the art designs really blend yeah. So uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm a sucker for art design. So if you get me at uh, art design, even if your game has technical issues or you know whatever, it, I, I will I, I will give you a free pass on certain things. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it looked it looked competent. Where you know, it, it's probably going to uh, be of some competition to Destiny and 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 the, and the sorts. Um, but we'll see we'll see how that comes out man uh but one thing that i think ea joe knocked it out of the park man on monday and this got leaked late on sunday night um but some uh, my understanding is that last week some uh both uh general uh, uh, uh people in the industry and um and influencers i hate that term but yeah influencers uh, went to see uh, a game by EA by Respawn's 
uh, or EA's respawn team, basically the guys behind Titanfall. Um, and uh, it was a game called Apex Legends, and basically this is a 60-player battle royale, squad-based battle royale, um, which is different from you know the Fortnites and the PUBGs and and the whatnots out there. Um, and yeah, this game was announced Monday and released same day, man. With and it's actually freaking working. Like there was a million players and they won. Like within eight hours, they reached a million players. No issues. The thing's working, Joel. It's a hit. That's the it way was, to do it. It was number one on Twitch. Uh, they knocked out, uh, you know, knocked down Fortnite finally. Um, I actually like this game way better than Fortnite, even though it is a first-person shooter. Um, but just the aesthetic, uh, the 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 fact that it's squad-based, some of the weapons that I saw, the movement, all that, just, dude, they brought it. Nice. So, man, uh, kudos to uh, to Respawn on, on releasing this thing, man. This thing looks looks pretty nice. So, I mean, uh, it, it actually even piqued my curiosity. It's like, I should download this and try it out just to see how it feels because I kind of like what, you know, uh, the aesthetics and the map and all that. I yeah, like I, that's the thing about these, like, MMOGs is, like, man, like I, I if I had more time, I feel like it's something that I really would put, put into it because they, it is, like, when you execute this kind of stuff well, it is a lot of fun and it yeah. is, has, a, like, a long-term... When I say long term, like maybe a good, you know, year or two, if that's good of, of success where you, you can be engaged for a while and just keep jumping in. I mean, I don't have much time in my hands, so I don't think this is, it's for me, but like looking at it, I, I, it looks like a solid, um, solid creation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm really happy for, for this guy's, um, only question I had when this came out is like, was this the battle royale that was supposed to be part of Battlefield Five, or is that going to be something different that Dice is working on? True. Uh, or you know, is this it? In my opinion, EA just should just run with it because it's 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 working, right? Whatever. Yeah, it looks great. You know, uh, it's it's a fun game. Uh, people are liking it. Um, you know, impressions were very positive, uh, very popular. You know. And uh, yeah, uh, this was one of the one of the few great things that EA's done in a while, man. Um, so uh, free to play, you know, anyone can play it. You know, again, you just play, you just pay for your uh, for your cosmetics, you know, costumes and whatnot. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty cool. Uh, they did say though that uh, that they were working on Titanfall three, and it eventually became this project. Uh, they are planning on keep adding content throughout the whole year, uh, throughout uh, the release year, and uh, Titan. They said they did say that Titanfall three for the moment is not happening. Oh wow! Okay, which which opened another door, and people asked, "What about uh, uh, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Aren't you guys making it?" Uh, which it, it was revealed that. It is not this team that's making that game. It's a new team that Respawn created to work in, on that project. So to call um, a Jedi Fallen Order uh, 
a game made by the Titanfall guys, uh, it would not be 100% accurate. Yeah, um, it's brand, brand new. Yeah, so it's a brand new team. I'm assuming that, you know, of course, uh, Vincent Pella is going to have some oversight on the project. Um, but it, it makes us... I, I'm curious to see how not, now that how that game's going to come out. Because, uh, cause, you know, if, since they're focusing on uh, on getting this uh, game launched and working, um, how, how that game, one, how is it coming along, and two, how is it going to play? So... Um, I guess we'll find out possibly at round E3. So, game's supposed to come out this year, so we'll see, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, Joel, there was some news that um, uh, Xbox or Microsoft is looking to expand uh, the Xbox Live services into other devices. Uh, and on a leaked uh, document, that Microsoft was, Microsoft was putting together for GDC, um, it got revealed that on the uh, next SDK for Xbox Live, uh, will feature uh, the capability of integrating uh, Android, iOS, and the Switch into um, Xbox Live. Uh, big news, if you ask me, but not as big of a news that some people are making it to be. I think that Microsoft is definitely looking to uh, convert at least part of their gaming division into a services division, much like much like they've done with Office and other products. Um, but I don't think this is going to be like, oh, we're going to get Halo on the Switch. We're going to get Zelda on the Xbox. You know, there's not going to be this. Uh, I think this is going to be more of an integration tool uh, for the switch to be able to talk to Xbox Live and communicate with players, maybe even add a voice fa uh, voice chat feature, things like that. Uh, I think this is going to be a network network feature uh, that would be integrated into um, into those devices, not necessarily a platform. Um, so. Uh, again, big news because uh, you know having Xbox Live integration with uh, with other devices is a big deal, right? If oh I yeah. Can, if you can integrate uh, your uh, your your iOS, you know, gaming account for say PUBG or you know uh, your Epic account for Fortnite that you use on your uh, iPhone or iPad, and you can integrate it with Xbox Live and you know crossplay and do all this stuff and voice chat, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I don't think this like uh, there were there was an article by Game Informer and they were going all bananas. It's like, what if Zelda comes to the Xbox? Or, it's like it, it, Nintendo hasn't even put out a, a a proper Mario game on a phone. I mean, they made Super Mario Run, which is a Mario game, right? It's good, but, but it, and it's good, but it's not a proper. It's not a full, yeah, exactly. It's not a proper no. uh, Mario fully full controller Mario game. No. So, um. Uh, you know, to think that uh, that you you'll get you know uh, Banjo Kazooie back on the on, on Nintendo platforms or you know uh, or get Mario on the Xbox, you're you're nuts if you're thinking that. You know that's not gonna happen. Uh, at least not for now. Yeah, at least and not way, for now. Yeah, and the way they're going, the way the way things are going, Joe, based on the numbers that we got, uh, you know, sales wise for the Switch versus what's out there for Xbox right now. 
like it, it it doesn't look good for Microsoft this generation. I know that again they're 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 in it to win it next gen. They're they're done. I think the Switch is gonna pass the Xbox in the next you know four or five months, and um and and you know I, I don't think Nintendo is in the need to expand. Uh, their properties uh, outside of what they've been doing on mobile, which I think it's genius. I mean, even even if some of their products are not great on mobile, uh, their strategy is 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 safe uh, and it's it's working. But uh, Joel, what do you think about this, man? No, I think it's clear for us to understand that this is an extension of the Xbox Microsoft brand. It's by no means um, like. <laughs> something as, as innovative or revolutionary as some people might in, under, think of it to be. I'm glad you put it in context a bit about what this is going to be capable of doing. It's really just like you're talking about, you know, you're talking about these extra group chat ab abilities, maybe having it to cross over with other apps that are that are games um, that, that also are full-fledged games on, on other Microsoft Xbox, you know, devices and whatnot. Um, there's 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 limitations to it right now. I don't there's is not to be some type of game changing. I have an Xbox on my phone now, or I have Xbox at the at my fingertips on my Switch. It's nothing of that nature, and I think that's where people need to kind of get their their head straight. It's it's an extension of the Microsoft brand. It's an extension of what what they're doing with Xbox, but it's not. Um, it's not changing anything in the game. It's just giving you another ability. It's another cool, cool hobby um, extension that you have here going on. So, yeah, I'm glad you you put it in context there. But I mean, good for for Microsoft. Like, it's a good way of of getting their brand out there and giving getting people who are very already excited, you know, Xbox owners, to to have this cool new feature. If I'm an if I'm an Xbox fan, I'm I'm happy that I have this new feature. You know, for for other games that I play, if I'm if I'm a casual person, then it kind of also makes me feel pretty cool too. But um, but it's nothing that that's for I think for people to be go running over the mountain. Yeah, and and we saw again. There's a, a lot of overreacting on the internet, and you have to you have to keep your head on your shoulders and say it's like okay, so what this is going to be potentially, and, and and you can't you know start assuming that they're going to have like this blockbuster deal, and you know games are going to just cross over because uh, they're not you know right. they're not. Right. Um, you know, at the most, you'll probably get you know, uh, what's the what's the Minecraft guy? The the what's his name? Is it Stan? Yeah, something like that. Um, maybe you'll get him on uh, on Smash Bros. or something like that. I mean, it's it's probably gonna be something very simple. Um, uh, this is very interesting. Also, um, the 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 what this is pointing to the future right and 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 we'll talk you know next gen uh, playstation here in a second but um it's pointing at microsoft um trying to expand uh the service as much as they can because i think if the next xbox uh just flops they're probably just gonna go and offer xbox live as a service to multiple platforms and and that's gonna be um that's gonna be pretty much it uh they um there were some sales statistics that came out uh late last week joe i don't know if you had a chance to see them but uh just the playstation network uh so basically all the 
the PSN sales between basically PS Plus subscriptions and uh, what people bought on PSN um, was uh, was bigger than the entirety of the uh, uh, gaming division at Microsoft. Wow. So their their profits were bigger than that and they were bigger than the entirety of Nintendo as well. So they they are they they're they're the underdog. It's like it's funny cuz I I heard someone uh on on a video somewhere saying that uh going into next gen Sony is the underdog. It's like Sony's the underdog. I mean, they've outsold the Xbox 2 to 1 and you know, they're this making crazy insane numbers and now they're the underdogs i mean they're not could they're the underdogs because microsoft bought a bunch of studios that are going to take four years to make stuff that's talking hypotheticals facts facts are playstation has outsold not even double doubling the amount even more than that yeah it's like it's like two and a half to not it's like two and a third to one right now. yeah it's it's ridiculous that's facts not hypotheticals and then and then the growth on the switch uh also cannot be you know uh understated because it's uh the the nintendo is is well on its way uh to to have another another hit like uh like the wii probably not as big as the wii but uh but it'll it'll, it's it's pacing it's pacing well so um it's it's going to uh, like I said, uh, more, more than likely outsell the Xbox One here in a couple in a few months, um, and that's counting. You know, the Switch's been out for two years now. Um, two years, I think. Uh, not even two. Is it two years or three years? No, no, no. I think Switch it's... came out twenty seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. Two years. Yeah, so uh, two years now in March. So not even two years, and Xbox been out for five years. Um, yeah, man. First impressions, dude. Seriously, um, this it go it all goes back to TV. Oh, you yeah. know, to the TV TV thing. Yeah, for for that reveal. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. Things are things are heating up, Joe. Things are heating up because we also have uh, some news that PlayStation um, patented a a new. Uh, way to process backwards compatibility um, and based on this patent um, they have found out they, they found out a way to properly um, integrate uh, the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 library into uh, a backwards compatible system uh, so this all points to the PS5 being fully uh, backwards compatible, um, and it, it, it what's the big thing here is that they're also teasing a remastering by emulation sort of system, uh, which is basically you put in up you play a PS2 game and now upscales to 4K or whatever. Yeah. So uh, huge. If if Joe and this is a big if right. If Sony, if this is a, as as it sounds, right? Right. This is this is huge. Oh yeah. Like this like there it's done. There's hundreds of millions of PS2 games still out there. Uh, there's probably a couple hundred million games, uh, PS1 games out there. Uh, and I'm not talking titles. I'm talking actual discs out there in the wild. Um, Plus, you know, you would got you probably got another, you know, 160 
for for the PS3 and other 200 so for the uh, PS4 um if this is ha- if this is as it sounds right and I can take my copy of Metal Gear Solid 4 and I'll put it on a PS5 and the PS5 will play Metal Gear Solid 4 which is a PS3 game and right. hasn't come out for anything and it'll up it to 4K and it'll stabilize the frame rate that I mean if this is as good as it as it sounds that's it I mean it's over I mean they, they Microsoft really needs to bring it like really needs to bring it next gen because this is this is a huge deal in my opinion uh, now that being said there's the possibility of Sony just playing you know uh, uh, being the, the the wise guys and saying oh yeah it's backwards compatible as long as you buy it through PSN and that to me is a big problem Joe of course. So they need to be careful on how they implemented this. Um, but what are your thoughts on this, man? Yeah, I think I think the backwards compatible thing, I'm not going to say it's a must, but at the same time, they... I say I want to be careful what I say. The, at this point, I think it's a must because of how well Microsoft's been doing it. Yeah. I think I, they need to bring some sort of PC. Right, right. And I think, I think it's the right kind of ammunition for your next gen like it's the right kind of thing to to feature because we, we've joked we were just talking about you know the tv thing we were talking about with microsoft when you know when you when you highlight the wrong features when you launching a new platform that's a problem i think this is the right place to put your footing in about you know traditional games that people love and and you're trying to tell them to get the new thing but still also giving them the ability to play the old stuff i think that's just Every fan wants wants that. I don't think there's anyone out there who doesn't want that with the next gen. So why not give the people what they want? Um, yeah, I, I think this is something that it's like if they don't have it, they can still have a fantastic console. But I think it's the right feature to really incorporate. So I'm happy with the news of them really um, pushing this thing. I just curious to see how it all works out. I'm curious to see what the final, you know, outside these rumors when it's fully announced, what does it really mean? Is it fully backwards compatible? To what extent? I, I'm I'm gonna be fascinated to see that the full reveal when when the time comes. Yeah, yeah. That again, going back to you know being able to grab my copy of yeah, you know my uh, uh, PS3 or or a PS2 game that I would still have like grab a copy of uh, of my Street Fighter collection. That's you know, one of the only places where uh, you can play um, uh, Hyper Street Fighter 2 uh, without the crazy graphics, you know, back right, right. Uh, with the original graphics is with that uh, uh, anniversary collection that came out for PS2. So, you know, if it'll give me the ability to put in my PS2 disc, play the game, that's it. No frills, no questions asked. For real? That's awesome. Um, same thing goes to PS3 games. You know, I have... I don't know, 40 PS3 disc games around, you know, if I can put Final Fantasy 13 and it'll up it to 4K and uh, it'll run at 60 frames, that's beautiful, you know. And and I, I will, that I, I, to, in my, to me, Joel, that would make a big difference. Uh, there has been several times where I want to play a PS3 game and I do have my PS3 plugged in uh, here in this room, um, but say if I want to play game uh, a PS3 game in the living room yeah the um, disconnects and all then that it's a big deal yeah exactly yeah. Uh, also uh, just the DualShock 4 is oh, such yeah. a superior controller Amazing. compared to the 
uh, DualShock 3 that it's like, it just, why would I use this controller? <laughs> seriously, seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, you don't, you, don't even, you don't notice the flaws until you actually play with, with one that, that's been improved drastically, in my opinion. Yeah, so. And then you don't want to go back. No, yeah, yeah, yeah you sweat it. But um, big, big deal, Joel. Uh, again, if uh, this information is correct and if this is true, uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, more news. Uh, my prediction again by the end of the year, we'll know more. Uh, this is probably being, uh, probably going to be twenty twenty. Uh, we'll probably hear again Xbox probably summer E three ish. You you heard it here first. Uh, my prediction is that it's going to be called Xbox Xbox Infinite. Infinite. It's going to be the next console. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, next gen, dude. The the more we hear, the more excited I get. Oh, and yeah. I think this is probably going to be Joel the uh, first time in a in a in a in a gaming generation where I will probably get it on release. Um, I usually wow. try to. I usually try to wait uh, as much as I can, but um, but I think I'm just gonna jump right in. Uh, and we'll yeah. see. We'll see what comes out of this. So yeah, I'll be interested to see as well. I'm, I'm I feel that way myself right now. Yeah, I feel that confident in what the next gen is looking to be, but we'll see. I've never I've not done it before either, Obed. So I, yeah. that would be that'd be a first for me. I usually wait a a couple years. So this yeah, would definitely. Be, this would be a big, big step. Yeah, definitely big deal. So again, if I can take Kingdom Hearts three, up res it to four K sixty, because not even the pro, like even on the pro, the frame rate's choppy. It runs at a weird resolution. It's like a, uh, it's like a twelve ninety six P or something. It's not. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, I mean, again, if I can do that, that's that's phenomenal. So, um. Here's to hoping that that's true and uh, and and uh, get me more excited and people get me to spend my money. So, uh, but Joel, that's what I got. If you don't have anything else, man, just uh, just wrap it up. Yeah, I got one quick item. I just want to address. I should have brought it up. When we were talking about um, DC for a second, but oh, but I'm sure you saw about Henry Cavill putting a post out, a little cryptic of him. Uh, working out says when you work out, you work out with this guy Superman. Some along those lines. He was so yeah, he's so yeah, <laughs> the big guy. Um, I, the the most interesting thing about that post is the timing, and you know it it very much looks like he's in like a Warner um place uh, or somewhere somewhere yeah. specific with that. Rumors are Obed that he is um in talks to return. For a Man of Steel sequel, yes. which is the movie that we've been asking for, yeah. we'll see if it happens. It. Uh, the thing that remember, I was speculating that the reason that he he was kind of pulling this, um, not signing an extension, was that he wanted to have more creative control or something whatnot. There's been um, back and forth reports. There was a report that came yesterday saying no, he is not looking to to have um, to be able to read a script in advance or. Um, a voice with the director. There's another one out there saying, "Well, actually, he is." You know, including that. I think there's. I I think there's to an extent. I'm not saying that the guy wants full control or something, but I think to some extent he wants to make sure he's he's sign, signing on to something that's going to be good, not coming back or something that's going to be a disaster. Yeah, I think he's a smart guy in that regard. Um, but Obed, the other the the thing about though this whole conversation is that there's 
rumors about um you know the whole point of why he, we found out this news is that he was going to be in the end credits of shazam and that supposedly he was removed or that just wasn't included um there's a basically the rumor right now is that um the end credit scene that they did shoot for um shazam is that i guess throughout the movie like billy billy joking with his his uh his friends about like you know, coming in with his big friend or whatever in into to school, and they want you know, of course, people wanted to show up to school at Shazam or something along those lines for like, for some for whatever I forget what the the rumor is, but essentially, supposedly at the end of the movie, he shows up to school with the big guy, and it's Superman, but instead of them actually showing Henry Cavill's face because they didn't know if it would be him, they have a body double. Just kind of showing from the the from not oh, without showing the face, showing like the a, body of Superman. Okay. So it's possible that was maybe a stand-in, hoping that they would get then Henry Cavill come back in and just shoot something that they could kind of force that into the shot, um, in post production or 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 you know reshoot entirely. Because CG his face over CG his face because <laughs> <laughs> that will work fantastic. The last time they did it, great job, Justice League. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that was funny, but that that's like the rumors going around right now. I just thought I'd put it out there because I wouldn't there, because of what's transpired this last week. I wouldn't be surprised if next week breaking news he signed on for Man okay. of Steel two. Good, but we'll we'll follow up if we hear more. Yeah, cool, cool. Also, PSA, uh, PS Plus this month is great. Oh my uh, gosh, For Honor hit Man on PS four, and then Metal Gear Solid three. Uh, on PS3, if you've never played that game, highly recommend it. So good, uh, you know. Endure the technical stuff and the tiny controller, uh, <laughs> but I, I highly recommend that that uh, that uh, everyone plays this game because it's fantastic. So, um, and uh, yeah, yeah, big big deal. Uh, but yeah, yo, cool, cool, good cool. stuff, man. All right, yeah, man. man. Let me send it home for you guys. Thank cool. you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on Infinite Low Time. <laughs> I'm keeping it open for the episode. Do it, it's the episode. <laughs> Guys, we want to make sure you go ahead and give us a follow on our social media. So give us a follow at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Please be subscribed to our show, our podcast versions. You can be subscribed to on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You can also be subscribed to our video version here on our YouTube channel. And we always always welcome your feedback so go ahead and shoot a message to noloadtime at gmail.com that's noloadtime at gmail.com we'd love to hear your questions comments feedback if it's a question maybe it'll be brought up here on the show we'll see but guys we always thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to us here on the show and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode thanks again guys and we'll see you next time